Hire FM 95.9. Sidebar every Monday to Thursday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Kaya FM 95.9. It's a very good evening to you. It's just gone literally a minute after 7 o'clock. You are listening to Kaya FM 95.9. This is the home of the Afropolitan and you're listening to Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Van Sale. Normally it would be with the good doctor herself, but uh, she's still feeling a little bit under the weather. So I'm going to be standing in for her today. My name is uh, Sotome and I'm with you for the next hour. I am so excited and nervous and, 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 and. All of those things at the same time. And I'll tell you why I'm feeling very nervous. Because today we are doing a profile interview. But we're doing a profile interview of not just anyone. We're doing a profile interview of Andile Khaeli Siwe. And I'll tell you, part of the big reason that makes me nervous about Andile as well. You know, I did say to Google earlier that there's some people that will just make me nervous. Brenda Vasi would have made me nervous. Lava Matasa would have made me nervous. Mandela would have made me. There's so many women that would have just made me seriously nervous. But I think part of the big nerves as well with Andile is because she is a friend's um, cousin sister which makes it I think it compounds the greatness and all that so yes she is uh, you know I don't know if I should mention her name on air but I should oh okay <laughs> she's Kosi's um, cousin yes yes and uh, for the longest time you know Kosi had this famous cousin <laughs> she had a famous cousin Um and, you know, I always looked forward to stories, tidbits about, you know, this cousin and she had this cousin that was on TV. And if you wanted to know about somebody famous, because I didn't know anyone famous, it was, <laughs> it was via, so I'm, so I'm thrilled. I am nervous. I'm so excited to have you here. I'm so excited to have you here. Um, Angela, good evening. How are you? Wait, so you are this Sutu. Why? What does that mean? Yes, you know, like Chrissy's oh cousin, God. who is like, you know, the fame and the what what. <laughs> Abutiyo, I mean, I remember when I was a, a lot younger. Yeah. And you came out with Abutiyo and you yes. had the short blonde hair. Yeah. And I think there was the video with the the dungarees, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I could be. Yeah, there was the video with <laughs> the dungarees. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it was at a time when blonde hair was probably not as, it wasn't something that you saw regularly with yeah. black women yeah. walking around with blonde hair. And I think that was the big, the draw card, the enigma, this person had like, she had Dude, the guts to go. I had braids, first of all. Before that? Before that. Yeah. And the record company said to me, uh-uh, Boomshaka has braids, label and tempest, do something different. Yeah. And, and you thought like, blonde at that time. I, I mean, now okay. thinking yeah. blonde is, you know, it's just yeah. blonde. But at that time back then, you thought. No, I'm, I was very, with my hair, I was very adventurous. And I used to color it myself too. Yeah. So I didn't go to a hair salon or anything like that. Yeah. I just got my hair cut. I think it must have been my dad or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then colored it blonde. And I liked how it looked. Yeah. And I was like, okay, let's let's go. And how did you decide on blonde? Was it like, you know, like a caucus with like sisters and friends and you're nah. like, ah, can we do red? Can we nah. do purple? Nah. Yeah. I shook everybody. Because yeah. also remember at the time, my parents didn't vo- didn't even know that I had a um, a record out or that I'd signed They to didn't label. know that you had a record out. How does that even... Yeah. Because I was in school. I was, yeah. you know, my, my last year of matric. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, they, 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 they weren't interested. My mom just, you need to go to varsity. Oh, yeah. So I did all of that. Um, under wraps. Under wraps. And 
I even remember that the haircut, it was, first my hair was black and it was yeah. huge. I have like a huge afro. Yeah. And I just got my dad to cut it, um, just cut my hair. Mm-hmm. I saw my haircut and that's that. Mm. And then I went to a friend's place a couple of days later and I colored my hair and I came home and I had blonde hair. <laughs> it was just during like school. And yeah. yeah. No, this is like towards end of the year. Yeah. yeah. If not, if yeah. I remember correctly. Um, and they're like, okay, blonde hair. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then that was all I had to deal with. The fact that I colored my hair blonde. Yeah. And then the following year, Boma Chen, Boma Feb, Ganjalo, the video drops. <laughs> First the song drops. And then before the video drops, my mom calls me. She's like, He's a radio and Batsuko Munta Kulin Tati Abutio. I'm like, nah. It's not me. me. Yeah. And that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. And then the video came out. <laughs> With the blonde like, and, 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 yeah. 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 And how was it received at home? Because I could imagine. It was huge then, okay? Yeah. Let me tell you, my mother didn't love it, okay? My sister and I were, like, yeah. insane. Parents we were, like, didn't. we were dying over this girl with the short hair, and she's singing Abutio. <laughs> and my mother was, like, yay, 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 yeah. yay, yay, yeah. yay. Exactly. That was my mom. That exactly, was my yeah. mom. And also, I remember the background was that, at that point, I had already been through my spiritual school things. Uh-huh. And um, I was known as this preaching child, Esondwen. Oh, my word. And, you know, who lay hands on people in Bapol, you know. And um, I, I was like, I was there with God, Christian, yeah. all yeah. of this, mm. uh, boarding school and back. And so after school, I said, what do you mean? <laughs> Who's that? Yeah. Uh. You know. So more than just family, I had I had a lot of people disappointed in me. But I think as as time went on, they got to understand that I had to flex my talent muscles, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. I had to be me. I had to go search for who I was because also it's, it's around the time when I released Abutio that I kind of had conversations with God about where I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. I knew that behind the pulpit was not... It was not it, it yeah. was not but you still wanted, wanted to be, to be I wanted to out do the there, work. just not, yeah. I, did, I still do the work to this day. Mm-hmm. I just did not want to be behind a pulpit. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for many reasons. And so, I kind of charted this path unknowingly, you mm-hmm. know, in darkness. And it was hard at first because getting into that quieto scene, Obviously, it was rough. And there, answer, was, there was, there was pushaka, and there were some big names because you came out yeah. around the time when yeah. the Abu names, Shundi. the names were huge. Abu yeah. I remember her. Mm-hmm. She's gorgeous and she's a beautiful voice. Mm. Um, so there was a lot. There was a lot of competition. Um, it was very stiff, and I also remember, you know, Bestjelo Gutama, I'm a quite artist, can't speak English. Yes, yeah. And so I would twang, I'm a bomb, just to be like, look here, we don't all come from the same you know, place, some yeah. same background, same so everything. Do yeah. not, you know, sweep sweep us with the same broom. broom mm-hmm. um, I'm here, and in fact, I want to make this my business, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, it's a career. I love to perform. I love to write songs. I love to be on stage, but I actually want to make this my business. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was also my dad's musical influence, Ukhailisi, was very strong on me. So mm-hmm. someone like Phyllis Hyman was huge. Um, and in the way that she tackled 
her singing career. Mm-hmm. She was a businesswoman first, yeah, yeah. you know, and and all her bookings and all of this at at regular times she'd have management, mm. but most of the time she was the one charting her her own path, mm-hmm. and that wasn't easy to do here mm-hmm. because this industry still is very male dominated. Yeah. It's a boys club. Yeah. And so you got to be a certain kind of person to play with the boys. Mm-hmm. And you have to lose certain freedoms, do certain things to play with the boys. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't ever going to lose those precious parts of me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what later led me to say, okay, cut. I'm not saying I'm quitting music forever, but I need to find me and center myself and figure out who i am yeah. well if you're just joining us eight minutes after seven you're listening to sidebar with dr cindy van Zell. my name is uh, sotomayor standing in for dr cindy and the other voice you're listening to is andile Khaili siwe and we're just having a chat to her about her music her career i know a lot of people when they think andile we think abutiyo kumbulekaya <laughs> you know like there's like a list <laughs> if you ask people who andile Khaili siwe is yeah. abutiyo yeah. kumbulekaya in that order because <laughs> yeah, i mean that's true. sort of like how it came you know what i mean um but if you would like to have a chat to her if you want to ask her some questions you know you have something that's been burning you that you've always wanted to find out about her the number to dial is oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine that is oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine if you would like to have a chat to and and if you've got questions um that you would like to ask her so you're talking about music wait so cindy's missing out she's at home with two pricks yeah shame and she's sick and she's like we're so cute yeah and she's and she's sick and she's sick which is sad you know better queen yeah yeah. (laughs) so you so music okay so you decided to pause the music okay and then now i feel like and maybe i could be wrong but the timeline for me it feels like after abu dio Mm -hmm. came kumbula kaya or was there something in between so for me in my head it was abu dio yeah it was a hit you were a musician and that was that and then and then i had two more albums i think after that yeah and then after that so then it's the music period mm-hmm. um and then right after that i then get invited to do mtv based and center <gasps> yes yes yeah with Cizwe. yeah um and that's now my first Big television gig. Thing, yeah yeah right? now you're on tv yeah. and i'm on tv now and it's like woohoo yeah we can do this and Cizwe was the presenter i was the supposed sexual health expert <laughs> oh god and you should have seen my files so thick but i was there and yeah. i was dishing whatever info i had to and i would watch you caesar doing his links and be like i can do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i can do that I, yeah i can do that yeah you know and then um while doing that well because andilu andilebo andile is always true to andil when something stops serving you or stops being true mm-hmm. i just walk away mm-hmm. so i walked away in the middle of the season there were issues just just like that you just yeah, yeah. no there, yeah. Were, there were there were also the thing is the show was very it was a lot of international donors mm-hmm. they were pushing a narrative mm-hmm. i'm african mm. i can't be bought to say oh you know yeah I, yeah there were just a lot of things that were not adding up mm-hmm. and we're speaking to young people across the continent mm-hmm. so a lot of the things that i was expected to be saying is the sexual health Made, expert. didn't make sense to you yeah yeah you know um so we would try and fix those things but it just i just thought okay out mm. so i left and in the middle of that i think the following week because we're doing that show at urban brew mm. i get a phone call uh to say i should come and audition 
make me audition. Uh-huh. I don't do those do things. Do you know who I am? I don't audition. I don't, auditions come to so me. So listen yeah. to me. I had written in my Bible, I think I must have been 16. I'm the best talk show host to come out of South Africa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I still have that Bible somewhere. Yeah. But those words are there. Uh-huh. And, and many first tweets. Right? Mm. And to go along with that, I would always watch television and be like, okay. First of all, I didn't like, what's it, the autocue? Oh, yes, yeah. Because to me, it just felt like... I, I was like, why are you reading? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you should say these things should come naturally know, yeah. and it should mm-hmm. be natural. So I'd always promised myself that I would never audition um, and speak somebody's words mm-hmm. on television mm-hmm. because, and mind you, I didn't know nothing about television at the time, but mm-hmm. this is me, an outsider looking in and saying, if I get that kind of opportunity, this, this is, is not a, how I want it. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, they like come and audition. I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, yo, all right, it's a new show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, I go and the audition. I don't know where the tape is. Somebody must throw that thing away. Was it that bad? <laughs> it was terrible. Oh my! I oh also my, God, my first terrible. audition was also the worst. So it I, I hear you. It was terrible. Yeah. Now at that point, Satwang again. Yeah. Like, Zulu is so coconut I could not string together two sentences without a and a but, yeah. or, you know, yeah. English yeah. in the mix. Mm. And then they end up saying, okay, Kuluma Jongozola, Jongozola said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. ah, Stoti, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I did all of that, whatever. Yeah. And a week later, they called me, oh, you have the job. So excited. Oh, mm-hmm. I have a job. Then they called back, no, sorry, you don't have the job. Oh. What? Why? No, SABC has decided to go with someone else. Okay, cool. We'll see, you know, mm-hmm. catch the next one. Yeah. Following week, oh, no, you really have the job. Okay, okay. Like, wow, guys. Okay, make up your mind. Yeah. Really. Do I have the job or do I not do, have the job? Know? Yeah. They're like, promise, promise, this is the last time you have the job. And then I got called in contracts, what, what. And after that, first thing I did, go to a bookshop. What show was this? What Kumbule Kai. The big one. Because, I mean, Kumbule Kai, my goodness. I mean, that show, we were just it's talking about it. It is a huge show. And it's the kind of show that I think it started silently and then it, it gained traction. And then, yeah. you know, and I feel like it's a show that you leave, you come back, you leave, you come yeah. back, you go away yeah. two years, you forget what slot it was. And then you yeah. bump into it. Ah, oh, this show's back yeah. and it becomes your show again. So if somebody um, says, uh, give them something about, that says South Africa. Kumbule Kai. Yeah. yeah Kumbule. So you got the show. So I got the show. I got the book. Ngoloban started Two. reading. Yeah. Started reading, brushing up on my Zulu. And then was doing okay. Mm-hmm. And then brought they brought in a scriptwriter. And scriptwriter is like proper Zulu man. Yeah, because you sounded very Omsis, Zulu. Yeah. 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 And we would fight Nomsis, which was beautiful. Because why are we fighting? This is Zulu and Newcastle. This sounded different. This is Zulu and Mutu. The nuances. This is Zulu and Soweto. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. All those things. So we needed to find middle ground. Mm-hmm. But I'm such a respecter and a lover of languages mm. that I made it my duty to make sure whatever he writes, because he'll write the gist of it, whatever, based on a theme, mm-hmm. it comes to me. I have to live with the script 
and translate. He writes it in Zulu, by the way, yeah. and English. Yeah. And then I have to live with the script and translate it to the way that I speak, mm-hmm. so that you understand. Yeah. Because if we spoke like Msizi did, yeah, <laughs> not a lot of people would not, watch yeah. as well. Because some of us are sort of speaking, but you, know you know could still mean? understand exactly. what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. So. And we've been working together like that. It's been amazing. And the most powerful thing, though, about Mrs. is a lot of the things that he writes. He writes about me. (laughs) So I'd be going through something in my life. Uh And then I get a script. And I read the script and I start chunking because what he wrote there is exactly what I'm going through in yeah, this, at this he's moment, gifted in that way. Wow, that is amazing! It's it is beautiful. sixteen minutes after seven. Remember to give us a call on oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine if you would like to have a chat to Andelia, whatever it is that you want to ask her. If you want to talk about Kumbule Kaya, um, if you want to talk about her current show now, whatever it is that you'd like to have a chat to her about, the number to dial is oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. So, I mean. Chatting about Kumbla, I mean, Kumbla Kaya was obviously a huge show. I still have like a favorite episode of Kumbla Kaya and I don't, Rosalie. Ah, that episode was the episode to end all episodes. That was one of my favorite, favorite episodes. But there's been so many. There's been some that were just heart wrenching where, you know, we all walk away and you're just sad and everybody just wants to go to bed after that episode. There were some episodes that were a little bit funnier than others. Um, you know, the episodes were so varied. for me, at least, it didn't feel like you were watching the same thing over and over again. Where we were going to cry without fail. We're going important. to. Yeah. We actually, it's deliberate. Mm-hmm. So the first story is always light. Yeah. The last story will be hectic. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes you'll do it the, the other, other way around. around. But yeah. you have to balance the light and the shade mm-hmm. because we're not trying, you know, to get you crying the whole, the whole forty-eight time. minutes. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it's a deliberate thing because there was a time where our stories were so potent mm-hmm. that it was just that. And then also, you know, when you see when you say that you watch Kumbleka rise, sometimes it started out slowly. I remember those times when we'd put a story. It's a powerful story, but there's no drama. Mm-hmm. It's a story that's very silent and it's so well told that it needs you to sit down, listen and watch. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that story, you're like, yo. And, and, and so people would, Bafuna, yeah. We want Rosalia, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Next of next year. Yeah. We want that. Yeah. Whereas it, it's not, storytelling is very temperamental. Mm-hmm. It's not about that one, I don't know what that, that word is, what I'm, the, the, yeah. The frequency must yeah, change. Yeah. yeah. It has to, you know, keep mm-hmm. going up and down. Mm-hmm. And so that formula works. Because you can watch a story and laugh about it or feel a, a bit of something mm-hmm. um, and then watch the next story and really go deep, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it works for Kumbhle because everybody also remember, mm-hmm. so everybody's life story means something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before we get into conversation about Utando Nukolo, we're going to take a short break. But I just want to know, from somebody that's watching you from the outside, it just felt like with Kumbula Kaya, it opened up another layer of Angela that many people might not have known. Because remember, you started out as blonde, short miniskirt, I want a sexy mama, the girl that we all wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? You did MTV Base. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly you were like this mature, yeah. spiritual person, yeah. the person to turn to in dark <laughs> times. Like what? What? What's going on here? Three sixteen. Yeah, three sixteen. Yeah. I mean, this person also the next yeah. thing, you know, she's talking heavy things. 
she's talking it's all been training baby you know what i mean yeah. and I, I just wonder if like for you obviously as people will grow yeah. we become different people we are younger and, and you grow and you become different did you also feel a transition within yourself once you started going through that Kumbula, or was it like a moment in your life where you started becoming um, more of that person? You know, for me, you come across as the person to look to in shows where, not psychology, but you know, the shows that need yeah. ish, safe hands, I man. Hey, safe hands. Yeah. Do you know, I remember performing a festival in Bixim Ritili Park or wherever it was. Yeah. And the lineup was so huge. The likes of Jabu Kanyila, Brenda Fasi, name them, mm. right? And I was in that group with the Kwaito people, the Kwaito kids we yeah. knew. Mm. So obviously, my festival in the 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 Kwaito and is the, the openers. We yeah. are the openers. Mm. And I remember opening, performing, being beautifully received, and doing it with my girls, and then getting off stage, and then now sitting back and watching everybody. Mm -hmm. And then when I was performing, when I was on that stage, it was a lot more young people grooving to my my beats, yeah. you mm. know. Um, and then like a Judith or a, or a, um, a Brenda or mm -hmm. a Jabu Kanyile gets on stage. You know, everybody <laughs> is losing it, is losing it yeah. over the, and I was like, one day I'm going to be that person. Mm -hmm. I want to speak to a young person as well as a 99 year old person mm -hmm. because I felt like I was caged somewhat mm -hmm. and I saw myself bigger than that. But the genre of music that I'd chosen was that. It was, you know, for that younger audience. Yeah. It's like even starting my foundation, Open Disclosure. When I started, I was at uh, YFM. And so the majority of the people that I served were young, were young people. people. Mm. But as I grew, the foundation grew, you mm -hmm. know. And to a point that there was a, there was a space where I was so hard hit by seeing babies, um, primary school, talking about being sodomized and uh, gruesome rapes mm -hmm. that it hit so hard that I quit. I quit. I went to my board. I was like, we are changing the whole focus. Mm -hmm. I am not doing children anymore. If I'm going to do children, I won't be effective. Mm -hmm. This is literally killing me to hear and see this. There's people like Teddy Bear, you know, in yeah. other organizations mm -hmm. where I can lend a hand, I will do so. But I feel like I'm useless because seeing babies go through that kind of pain just breaks you. Mm. So I feel like I saw that transition. And with Kumbule Kaya, it's more, I'm more cushioned. I'm in studio. Um, you know, I have a set group of people that I work with. Mm -hmm. And everything, it's not predictable, but everything is constant. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, you also know how I sound. Or exactly, yeah. My friend who passed away, may so rest in peace, uh, would make so many jokes about how I sound and mm -hmm. what I say yeah, on yeah, Kumbuleka. Yeah, yeah. We can almost, yeah, 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 sevens, yeah. You know, yeah. because the thing about Kumbuleka is you know that even number one in this country watches that. Mm -hmm. So I had to wooting his cock. And when you hear wooting his silo, Mm -hmm. You can't be out here messing up languages. Mm -hmm. Is not that the king, Anne? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And not just Isizul. So, I mean, my team would, would throw all these hurdles that give me a vendor letter. Oh, my. I'm like, yeah, ne? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to it. Yeah. So, just cool my own kind. Yeah. So, I'll get a vendor person or a Shanghai person. 
tell me the V's and the H, what does that mean? Oh, it mm-hmm. sounds like a B. Okay, cool. And then whatever else, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'll read that thing to the best of my ability and mm-hmm. try and represent that language. That's as best as you can, yeah. That is very important to me because that's respecting that cultural um, group mm-hmm. of people. So I also watched myself and got to Tando I'd been longing for that. Wings. Mm-hmm. And Tano I think, is the beginning of me doing that. That and before I do, I also did a talk show on SABC2 on Sundays. It was called Encounters oh, yeah. for a season. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wings and my purpose as a healer, like remember we talked about the pulpit? Yeah. I felt that I was going to die there behind the pulpit. And I chose this microphone and I chose a camera. That's my Bible. That's my, that's my song. And that's how then I come alive. Okay, so we're going to talk about Tando Notolo. We're just going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Tando Notolo. Remember, the number to dial is 0860000959. Sidebar with Dr. Cindy on Kaya FM 95.9. It is uh, 25 minutes after 7. You are listening to Kaya FM 95.9. You're listening to Sidebar with Dr. Cindy Fansale. My name is uh, Sotomayor, standing in for the good doctor, who will be back as soon as um, she's feeling much better. And today we are talking to Angela Haile Siu, and we're talking about basically who she is as a person. We're talking about her music. We're talking about her career. Basically, just a profile on who Angela is. And uh, you're more than welcome to join in on the conversation I've seen um, on Twitter. Dr. Cindy sent me all the questions and like stuff that people want to know. And I feel like an hour is just not enough because um, people have got all sorts of questions about who Anjali is. But you can give us a call on 086-00-0959. So Anjali, now we're talking about Utando um, Notolo and how that was uh, almost cut blanche to do what you wanted to do. How did that come about? So I get a phone call. Um, it was October of maybe two years ago now. Mm-hmm. And I'm being asked to come and stand in an episode. Remember, Chup Chup was doing that. Yeah. So I go and I stand in. And what do you know? Obviously, they'll give me, well, not obviously, but it was, it felt like, okay, yeah. Yeah, they gave you the weak ones. They know. They, <laughs> yeah. give, me, they give me a rape episode. Oh. So I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, cool. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, all right. So what is this show, by the way? What happens here on this show? Yeah. And they're like, no, there's a tape. So I watch. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I will do this the way, you know, mm-hmm. is that, I feel. Is that the episode with the, with the mom and there was a church? It's not that one. And and the daughter was seeing the pastor or no. not that? Because that was a that hectic one. episode. That was just... Yes, so not that one. And she got paid. Yes, so not that one. Okay. Oh, that episode. That was a a hectic, hectic episode. It was too hectic. Mm. Anyway, no, it was not that. Mm. This one was a girl who had been raped by her father's brother. He's supposedly a brother, but Masisi Digadib Mwati, he's a son. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And that person who raped her lives literally next door oh my goodness and so she doesn't go back home because the guy is there and she's afraid and so mm. on so literally it was her wanting to tell her dad and then wanting to face the guy okay and wow i got the first taste of return of the club when a person you don't come out I'm like look here i'm only scared of god mm-hmm. i'm scared of 
Mm. So we go there, we meet this guy, and then this guy... Is this the dad? Yeah, the, no. The, 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 well, first we, we meet the dad. The dad starts crying and saying, don't go there, he'll kill you. Oh, so the perpetrator, the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the dad says, no, you guys don't know how we live here. In fact, when you leave, any one of us here might die. This guy is lethal that way. Yeah. And Jay, he's going to kill you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, no, don't worry. We go to go We're body good. Guard. Yeah. He's like, hey, don't go there. Hey, what, what? Me, I'm like, look here, we need to do this for this girl. Because this girl, this is the thing about sexual violence. You don't deal with it. You don't go get therapy, counseling. You don't face the perpetrator. It's a spirit. It's an energy. It sits with you. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, it taints, seeks to taint everything around you. Because mm-hmm. it's really about the soul. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's, it's about the person climaxing. Mm. You know, they, they penetrate the body, sure. And they, they, some of them do climax, but it's not about that. It's about the power. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, mm. um, at, at a soul level. Yeah. So if you are that injured and you don't take whatever steps to deal with that, mm-hmm. your life it will never, you know. Yeah. So we, anyway, we go there and then the guy starts umming and awing because I'm looking him dead in, in the, the eye. Uh, and I'm like, look here. On this date, this is what you did. He made jam. She remembers that day he was making jam, the day that he raped her, in the kitchen, because mm-hmm. he used to love to make jam. And that's how I know how to believe a rape victim, mm-hmm. because I've been there myself. You remember even the, the smell, mm. what that room smelled like, what he smelled like, the feelings, the the... If there were ants in that room, you whatever remember it was, them. Mm. things that, you know, are negligible to other people. Mm. But because you are, I don't, I don't have the words. Because the hypersensitivity in, that, in the yeah, moment. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Hypersensitivity. You'll remember all of that. So this girl was that detailed. And so when I'm putting these questions to him, I see what this man did it. But now he's going to try, you know, mm. they never say, yes, I did it. Mm. And so... My questions got this man so riled up, he did chase us out and threaten. Mm-hmm. And then um, while we outside the gate, he follows us and he's like, And then he's got a pen. Paper. He's taking <laughs> he wants the number plates because yeah. he's going to do some stuff, yeah. you know. So I, I mean, I think I'll switch back to Kumle Kai. One of the reasons Kumle Kai is as powerful as it is. Urban Brew, as the caretakers, have realized that you cannot mess with the fabric that makes that show what it is, right? Mm-hmm. When I say the fabric, I'm talking about from the DOP in the streets to the editor, to the presenter, to mm-hmm. the runner, to everybody. There's a, there's a spiritual thing that happens with people that work for Kumble Kai. And many of them, okay, at this moment, I'm the only remaining original Original, member, okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Even from management. Mm-hmm. Um, but people who've worked for Kumbule Kai have been there for years mm-hmm. because there's a thing about that rapport that makes the story mm-hmm. so when I get on to Tando Nukolo, at that point I'm just guest so I do the episode, brilliant people love it, people are seeing it, seeing me for mm. the first, it's almost like a come out yeah. coming out for the yeah. first time because yeah. now people are seeing me engage mm-hmm. and, and <laughs> it's not very soft mm. <laughs> too, mm. you know mm. um, so when I then get called the following year, that January, to then come, you know, take the show and do the show, um, 
I quickly realized one of the most important things here, this is unlike Kumbu. I don't have to meet whoever did what to whoever. Here, we are literally, it's matters of life and death. Mm-hmm. You deal with demons every day. It, mm. On any regular day, you'll get to someone's house and spiritually you'll see through them and you're like, oh my God, oh, we are here. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't, um, you can't play in that situation. And your whole team, and there must be the sensitivity as well yes. with how you handle it. Yeah. Yes, because Utanon calls about somebody going to make amends. Mm-hmm. And so someone might say, no, or there might be a fight. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so many things have happened. Yeah. And it's important that the team is of. One in the same in the same space. Okay, so we've got a call for you, um, Andile. There is a Floyd giving us a call. Um, Floyd, good evening, and thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. How are you? We're good, thanks, and you, Floyd. Good, thanks. I just wanted to say hello to my former schoolmate. You know, uh, my former we were the YCS together, where she Whoa. was a chapter then, and I was the treasurer there. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> is this taking you back? Wow. <laughs> It's so good to hear from you after all these years. Yeah, 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 true. Hey? South yes. Africa don't know that I was an activist. Well, I still am. Yeah. So YCS yeah. is Young Christian Students. Yeah. So we were alive around the time of about, you know, Kosas and yeah, you know, yeah. Spreading the word and, and yeah. 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 Sure. Floyd, thank you very much uh, for joining oh, us. I'm thanks, sure it must Floyd. be very interesting to watch somebody that you came through, came up with now yeah. be this, you know, this, 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 indeed, this, indeed. this personality. Good yeah. Good mm-hmm. Well, thank you All very right. much. Thank you for that call, keep Floyd. Up, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, um, yeah, that was a very sweet call. We were talking about... Sandra Nicola, yeah, yeah, and you were talking about, and it, you you touched a little bit on the rape as yeah. well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one has to wonder, at least for me personally, because you have been through the same thing, yeah, or at least similar, or you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Does that not make it very difficult? Because I would think that you wouldn't want those episodes. Those would be the episodes that you are like, I, I guys. So, um, there was a time where mm. I deliberately stopped doing interviews um, on my story, sexual mm-hmm. violence. You asked them, Maning, true love. And I was like, no. no, Because I, for me, it was never a crutch. It's something I went through. And I, I was continuously dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And, and the fact that I started my foundation, um, I had other people that needed me, which meant that I needed to heal in order to help them get, you know, their own healing. Mm-hmm. And I then became this poster child. For rape. Yeah. Which and survival. Yeah. I mean, it served its purpose because I always come from an authentic space. Mm-hmm. And when I say talking is therapy, therapy is healing, mm-hmm. it's because I mean that. And when I was sharing my story, it was because the the, the catalyst to that um, whole experience was somebody who herself was going through rape and was trying to kill herself. Mm-hmm. And that's how she called on the radio station and that's what led to me now wanting to come out and, mm-hmm. you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, and, and I felt like it, it was now, whether it's the BBC or CNN or it's 
whoever it is, news agencies, mm-hmm. when there's a stat about rape in South Africa, ah, Andy, call Andy, yeah. you know. Mm. And I was like, no, this is not, I mean, it's famous. I'm famous mm. already. Mm. Like, mm. I, I don't need this that. That's not my claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'd rather be out here with a girl trying to help her mm-hmm. as opposed to doing this interview, that interview. And the box that you're putting me in is not entirely me. Mm-hmm. This is a part of me. I'm a whole human, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and extras. Mm. And so I cut that out. And even to when you want to strap me, um, sexual violence survivor. No. I do so many things. You've got lots life. of things that you can put there. Yeah. Don't strap me as that. Mm. And, and, and it has nothing to do with the shame of it. It has everything to do with the fact that I work for this cause every single day of my life. Mm-hmm. I do it mm-hmm. because this is how I get my healing. So to answer your question, there were times where I was like, okay, I don't also want to be typecast with everything that I do is it's now rape and sexual violence related. Survival. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's why that show on Zanzi Magic before I do <laughs> my favorite show, mm. my favorite, favorite, favorite show to host, to be a part of, because that spoke about relationships. Uh-huh. And I've often asked people, where do you think the biggest lessons Zimpiloga and Andy come from? And same answer, rape. And I'm like, nah, it's not it. Yes, I've had big lessons come from there, mm-hmm. but my biggest lessons have come from love. Aha. Uh-huh. Because you were married. Yeah. You were married. There was a time, and, 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 and that union, okay, <laughs> when it hit the tabloids, what an unlikely match. <laughs> In my head, I was like, oh. So, to why unje? Because I thought, he was I mean, a handsome guy. He was a handsome guy, yes. But. Listen, when I have a blind sight, I would have I never, know. I would have never, ever, love is blind. Ever, of all the people that I would have ticked in the yeah. industry, yeah. I would have never thought. Yeah. And I thought, whoa, this is. But that's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. See, now we're talking about love. Mm-hmm. I also don't like this notion of exactly, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. what is that? The mm. fact that aesthetically we look like a match. Are we really a match? Yeah. You yeah. know? So um that relationship though, I can safely tell you was very comic. <laughs> it was a comic relationship in that I believe that in a previous life we were together. In fact, somebody confirmed this for me. <laughs> That uh, there was something I did apparently in a previous life yeah. as a couple, yeah. and in this life I was there to fix that, to rectify to whatever rectify it is that you all did. of that. Yeah. We are so similar to a T in terms of experiences, trauma, all of this, right? Yeah. And it was a ma- see. This is the thing: we all need to ask ourselves what the space that you're in, the relationship, the person you wake up with every day. What's what purpose does that serve? Mm-hmm. The two of you coming together. What is that about? What's mm. it for? Mm. Mm. If it's sex, gumnand sharp, up sharp, and know that and accept that that's what that is, and th- that's all that we are. Ah, and it's okay, right? and it's good. Yeah. But if there's something more, yeah, um, nurture that. Find what that is and nurture that. Mm-hmm. So that space was a healing space. Mm-hmm. I had to pay my karmic debt, which I did. Yeah. And that's why I think I was so pedantic in the end about how um, this divorce came out. Yeah, I did not want... I remember when I said to him, okay, I think... Uh, we've come to the final. end of the road. What, yeah. what? Mm. It was January. And I said... Um, 
the last thing I want is for us to both leave this house unhappy, sad, crying, what, what, what. Mm -hmm. We've shared two beautiful years. And so I'm going to stay here. I hope that you do too. Mm -hmm. And we both heal. And towards the end of the year, we can. You go your way, I go my way. What a mature thing. My word, yeah. And he was like, what? (laughs) He Mm. didn't get it. Mm. And he didn't know how it was going to work. But because, you know, you'll do anything to try and save your marriage. Yeah. Um, And I think somehow saying that also was me trying to save it. I don't know. Yeah. But we stayed. For that year. I think Ngapumalapena. My my previous house I bought, I moved into in November of 2007. And that was November, that was January of 2007 when I said that. So that November, when I left, I had no more tears because I'd shed all the tears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was ready. And it was, was he hard, also ready? Or was it like a, a struggle? A it, was, tug of it was still a struggle. A, yeah. But what, what I was happy about is that we were both not uh, curling up and dying. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't curling up and dying. He was okay. He was not. He was not. He was not super. He was not excellent. But mm-hmm. he was coping. Yeah. I also wasn't. I mean, the day that the truck took everything and I went Wait, inside. Did he move out or you moved out? I moved. You out. moved out. Yeah. Yeah. I I bought my house mm-hmm. and when I went inside to look, yo, I was like, yes, yes. And this man is coming back to the, yo. Okay. Uh, that made me cry. I remember mm-hmm. standing in the middle of this, this empty dining room and just bawling my eyes out. I was like, mm-hmm. okay. But then I was like, okay, I'm starting a new life. I got to go. Mm-hmm. And then I left. And so I'm glad because that relationship grew me. Mm-hmm. It served its purpose. I healed. In time, he healed. I think a year or so later, I tried to come back. Parents, family, whatever. They tried like, to okay. put it back together. You know how the elders are. Oh, yeah. Dude. Mm. Yeah, and I had to go with it, went with it, try it again. Because I... I but why did you go? Why did you one go ahead? Yeah, because so you don't strike me as that kind of person that would... Do you know what I mean? That would be easily... Not easily coerced, but... Why did you go back? Why did you go back? Well, I mean, I understand the elders came, they talked to hey, you. Now, hey, now, man. Uh, we want to know. No, I went back for the simple reason that you don't get do-overs mm-hmm. on things like that in life. Mm. So he was certain that I was his everything. Okay. There was a time that I was certain that he was my everything. But when or once I got to understand what the purpose of that relationship was and made peace with that, I understood that he wasn't the guy I was going to grow old with, mm-hmm. right? But when his parents flew to Joburg, my parents got together. And then I had to do it because my mom was not going to forgive me, I think. Because mm-hmm. for two years, we didn't talk after. So I didn't go home and say, guys, we're thinking of getting divorced. I made a phone call. I said, put my mother in. Get divorced. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> put the phone down, mm. you know. Because it was that thing, and I'm burning. It's pinching my toes. Can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I've given it my everything. Mm-hmm. And so doing it again, 
good. I'll do it again just to make I'll sure. I'll try. That, yeah. yeah. I know that my initial decision was that. And at the end of that year, again, when we tried again, it was clear. Our time together was up. Mm-hmm. And so I don't like to be enemies with people that I loved. Mm-hmm. And so I tried again to... Is this the third time? Second Pelamanji. Oh, I was about to say yo. No, no, no. Three times. No, yeah. I'm saying oh, okay. on, when we break up now the yeah. second time, I try again to yeah. make sure that it's amicable. Yeah. We yeah. can still see each other. Funniest thing, uh, I think about a year ago at China Mall somewhere, Dragon yeah. City. Yeah. Uh, I'm walking in and... You know when people recognize you? Yeah. So I'm like, farmer's eyes and yeah, 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 that yeah. girl. So I'm, as I walk, try to walk past, this guy walks past me and he's like, oh no. So I look, I'm like, oh my God, it's you. So we see each no. other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we see each other then. But when we see each other, we're like happy to see each other. We hug. Mm. So corner of my eye, I see people around us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Who know us. Yeah. On some... Oh my God! Let's just say, ah, bang! I'm not saying I do. I didn't know Udo. You are both start laughing. Yeah. Like, okay, they are fans seeing us see each other for the first time in whatever, however long. And you hadn't seen each other since yeah. the second breakup at all. Mm, yeah. I mean, now and again, he'd come to my mom's house because him and my mom were pretty cool. Yeah. He'd come to my mom's house. In fact, he was the last time I saw him was when my dad died in January last year. Mm-hmm. He came to the funeral. A most amazing gentleman. Yeah. Um. We'll talk a little bit about that. Because I read uh, a piece that you wrote about your dad, and yeah. that that made me sad. Oh, my hero! It made me very sad. Um, yeah. When you wrote like a sort of like an ode, yeah, um, to your dad, it was yeah. just first of all you're very good with words. Um, but that's what my all, publisher keeps saying, and yes. I'm like, uh, oh, <laughs> it was just it was really very sad. But we'll come back. We'll come to that. We'll talk about the loss yeah. because you call him your what? Your MacGyver, yes. So we'll come back and talk about. MacGyver. Awesome. So we'll talk about MacGyver in a moment. Remember, you can still give us a call on 86 If you're just joining us, it is almost 10 minutes to 8 o'clock. Still coming up on the home of the Afropolitan is the law report with uh, Michael Mutuning Bill. Oh, Michael, I don't remember. How do you say it again? Michael Bill Mutuning. Uh, did I say it perfectly? Because I remember I was, I was like, Konja, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes. That's like a huge number if you consider the stats, right? That's like yeah. st- that's like adults. Doesn't include children. So fifty-four million, sixty million. In so it's state. like a, a big number of yeah. us. Um, and that's what we're talking about. And of course, these has legal implications in terms mm-hmm. of the homes that you share, um, children that are born in those uh, circumstances, wills. What happens to the assets? What mm-hmm. happens when you die? That's what we're talking about in the law report. Okay, so that conversation is coming up in the next 10 minutes uh, right here on Kai FM 95.9. So, Andile, you, you, you don't have an issue with oh, Fatan said so because... Bad. Hey? <laughs> did, did, did we, are we hitting a spot there? No, she's a she's a marrying kind, okay? I am the marrying kind. She's a marrying kind. And, and baby gonna marry me soon. <laughs> are you are you seriously? Are you are you considering Oh, I would I would marry again. I'm definitely I love the institution of marriage. But mm. the thing is about it, find your friend. Mm-hmm. I'm not the settling type. Yeah. No, 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 no. no you no. want to have fun with someone. It must be that, yeah, you must be that guy. Yeah. So if you met someone and you got married and you met someone and they wanted to get married, you are all for that. We are going down the aisle. And again. the children and the what, what, or no, the not that. The whole thing. 
Oh, or everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that would be very You can do it all. We can have it all. And I mean, I know life right now is trying to tell us, let's fat and set and, you know, be these power women that yeah. make all this money and so on. I'm all for that. And this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, having your cake and eating. I'm and not short changing myself. I love love. I mm-hmm. love being loved. I love loving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you with someone right now? Okay, now oh, I know yeah. I'm sounding like a tabloid. Oh, but but yes. but you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's listening. <laughs> I hope so. And he's he knows working. that. I wonder. That you are the marrying kind, okay? He knows this. He must know this. <laughs> and, and no fat and set. And you'd want to have kids as well. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'd love to have ch- children. I'd love to have babies. I think for the longest time, the whole thing with babies um, for me, um, I had two miscarriages in my marriage mm. um but also because leonge understanding me and him had conversations about that but in general the whole thing with rape is is too much eh? mm-hmm. like uh, for a woman and for someone i i would call myself a frontline worker in that you're there listening to all these stories every single day mm-hmm. and you have to deal with yourself and, and accept that not all men are rapists, right? So, for instance, MacGyver, my dad, mm-hmm. he's the biggest reason why I love men. I, I don't see every male figure as a possible threat. Mm-hmm. I don't. Why is he MacGyver? I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off because, because we are running out of time. Anything. Why was he MacGyver? I mean, when I read and I was like, oh, my God, like this guy must have been like, the dad to end all dads. He could fix everything. He was your stepdad, right? He, yeah. Mm. He made mm. curtains. Uh, he would sew a curtain and put it up. He built the home. Mm. Our house uh, in Melbourne. He built it. With his own two hands. With his own two hands. In mm. my, I moved out of my previous house now in December. And I remember in my bedroom, he was painting. And he left two fingerprints. Mm-hmm. And I think he was trying to hold on. And so the two prints left there. So mm. when I went to go say bye to my house and I saw those prints in my bedroom, ah, that killed me yeah. because that house was his house and mm. he fixed everything. My dad was a guy, you'd be stuck in Peter Maritzbeck or wherever it is. Mm-hmm. And if he can get there to come fetch you, he'll he will do get that. there. Mm-hmm. Or he'll uh, send someone. He'll but send otherwise someone. you're coming back. Yeah, my dad mm. was that guy. Mm. My dad will tell you if the person you're with is not right for you mm. at the but a law he once said that about a guy at the law banga tiwanje right now ulimel uhlel guilche he's gone this person forget about this this person. is a nothing person tada mm. i'm like i'm a pa mara cute he cute yenzan he cute because my dad and the way that my dad loved my mom they they love for each other i think that's why i'll never stop loving and 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 searching for the correct love for mm-hmm, me because mm-hmm. i think that we settle somebody makes you pregnant and then you like okay, okay now i must marry them mm. or whatever it is or you know the sack is great they put down the pipe and like ah this is the one mm-hmm. there's so much there's so much more mm-hmm. you know we mm-hmm. are you know there's there's so so and i saw that between the two of them to a point that um it's a year and a month now in February. It was my dad's birthday on the 8th, oh. just now. My mom is still struggling. Um, today, mm. she drove past my house and she called me. And she's like, oh my God, I saw your house, your former house. Mm. And I thought about your dad. And then she starts crying. He's that guy that, you know, it's, and COVID tells us, shows us this. 
appreciate people while you have them mm-hmm. because i realized after my dad was gone that he's he was definitely one of the special ones he was god's favorite person that mm-hmm. guy was he was more than just a guy mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and it, and i suppose that's probably the reason why you still yeah. believe in the institution of marriage oh, yeah. in love oh, yeah. in you know and all the fluff and all the pretty and things treating people right Mm-hmm. treating people right it amazes me that in the times that we live in there's still people who plot somebody else's downfall mm-hmm. we're all trying to survive right now mm. so you know we should all be collecting karma points at this point do you know what I just remembered because this conversation was very nice that there were actually a few questions that people wanted to ask you so yeah. I'm going to just read the one question okay. somebody wanted to know and I remembered now when you laughed Oh, man. And the person said, why do you laugh so loud? First of all, I think that's a, a weird question <laughs> because that's how I laugh. But yeah, she says, why do you laugh so loudly? Like, why? Why? Well, I mean, I think she's used, she knows people who laugh loudly. Yeah. But I think she's asking me because was Andy was a kumble kaya who is Rihanna, nice and who is kokegile yeah. and you know yeah and because this is me I I laugh like that I mean and also if you're telling me something that I'm like what come on now get out of here yeah you know so I will laugh at you and that's the thing about the tender God you meet some amazing people you meet some not so amazing people so you go with the emo- those emotions you know mm-hmm. uh, because ultimately we all want to heal don't we yeah that's yeah. true and somebody else wants to know and I'm trying to squeeze everything in yeah. whether a show like Kumbulakaya affects you like emotionally mentally do you know what I mean do you get affected do you go home and yes this, this has been affected. a terrible yeah I do get affected Kumbulakaya mm. um, not so much anymore because the stories that we are getting are more joyous stories mm-hmm. you know uh, people do find their loved ones and um, there's usually a beautiful resolution on a tunnel of color though that's a whole nother animal when I do that show I literally, if I'm not filming, I sleep mm. because every place I get to, I always put energy. I always, you know, put um, love and, and energy and, and positivity and, and peace. Mm-hmm. I work on those things. I cultivate those things. I meditate. I'm a transcendental meditator. Mm. I meditate. Um, but when you walk into someone's house who's not okay, yeah, they'll suck that energy from you. Mm-hmm. So I'm always spent. After, I After do and that's why every night that I, I record an episode, my recharge is a bath full of water and soft water, mm-hmm. you know, that I've made soft and with all the things I like in the bath and then I recharge and then I can go again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But when I do that show, pff, yeah. That's how often, how often do you do that show? So I'll film two episodes uh, a week, oh, which yeah. is four days because mm-hmm. one episode is two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, Angelia, thank you very much for joining us. I feel like, you know, I wish the conversation could carry on and on and on and on and on. I know. I had a great time. Yeah, I feel like it was too short. It was. Like, it should have been a much longer conversation. You needed like an hour and a half as well because all the questions are coming in now. And I'm like, "Ah, sorry, guys. (laughs) I had my own questions as well. Time flies. Exactly. And I was like, hi, I had my own questions. Sorry, guys. It is what it is. But thank you so much for joining us. And good luck with. I know there's a new season of Kumblikai. There's a new season we're on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing that. There's a lot. There's, there's a book in the works. There's wow. so much coming. There's a lot coming. Yeah. 2021. I'm here. Yeah. It's the year, the yeah. year of Andile. 
Well, thank you very much. And I'm, I hope you guys have all enjoyed that conversation. Um, I know many people are listening. I see on Twitter, um, just sitting tightly and asking their questions via uh, uh, Twitter. But thank you very much uh, for joining us. Rewinding. Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.